welcome back to the Nothing But Bricks podcast. Before we start the Q&A, I have a quick minifigure review that I want to do. So these minifigures are both from the website minifigs.me. This website is where you can buy tons of custom minifigures from games, movies, TV shows, and much more. You can also print your own designs onto these minifigures like my SigFig that I've been using for the past year and a half. And if you use code MEH10, that's M-E-H-1-0, no spaces, all capital letters, at checkout, you can get 10% off your order, excluding shipping, of course. Now, on to the minifigure review. The first minifigure they sent me is Lara Croft from the Tomb Raider games. I really like how well they captured her likeness in this minifigure head. I think the hairpiece they used fits her character perfectly as well. Moving on to the upper body printing, we have this amazingly accurate blue top, with full yellow printing on the arms and hands, which I really like because it's meant to show that the top doesn't have any sleeves, so I think they did a great job trying to show that. Now let's take a look at the legs. So I really like the beige colour they used for these legs. I think it fits the character's shorts that she wears in the games really well. I really like the way they printed the yellow colour over the beige, to show that she's wearing shorts. They also printed her some dark brown shoes, which is pretty amazing considering it is rare for any minifigure to have shoes actually printed onto their lower legs. So hats off to minifigs.me for going that extra mile to make that leg printing look even more detailed. The minifigure also came with two revolver pistols, which are honestly the most detailed and realistic looking revolver pieces I have ever seen. They fit in her hands perfectly, so I will definitely use those in loads of brick films going forward. But now we move on to the second minifigure they sent me, a Kratos minifigure from the God of War games. So right off the bat, the swords he comes with fit his large brooding type character really well. Moving on to the actual minifigure though, he has the iconic red markings on his face and chest, which look incredibly accurate to the original character. It's also worth mentioning his belt piece, as the printing on there is incredibly detailed also. Moving on to his legs, we have a nice skirt printing on there with sandal-type shoes printed on his lower legs. So that shoe printing was definitely not a once-off with the Lara Croft minifigure, as you can see it right there. It's easy to see that minifigs.me definitely strive to put as much detail as possible into their minifigures. And guess what? These minifigures were actually only £12 each. That is an amazing deal, considering most custom minifigure companies are selling their figures for a whopping £50 or £60 each. I highly recommend you go check out the minifigs.me website, because they have so many great custom minifigures and accessories on there, and you can even print your own images or text onto a minifigure or accessory. My siblings actually bought me my sig fig from their website with the custom printed chess piece, and look how amazing the print quality on that is. And even better, they use official Lego pieces when printing their minifigures, so they will be just as strong and sturdy as official Lego minifigures. Once again, if you use the discount code MEH10, that's M-E-H-1-0, no spaces, all caps, at checkout, you will get 10% off your order excluding shipping, meaning the price I mentioned earlier of £12 each will be even less when you use the code. That's once again MEH10, M-E-H-1-0, 
all caps, no spaces. A link will be in the description to their website if you would like to get some amazing custom minifigures of your own. Big thanks to minifigs.me for sending these minifigures to me for free so I could review them for you guys, and for giving me the discount code METAN for all of you to use. If you use the code it would really help me out a lot and show minifigs.me that I sent you to their website. Now, onto the Q&A. Welcome back to the Nothing But Bricks podcast. This episode is going to be another Q&A. So I asked you all on Twitter, Instagram, and all that good stuff to send me some questions. So today we're just going to read those and talk about them and I guess talk about where I've been a little bit. But I am working on a video uh, explaining everything, so I'm not just going to leave you all in the dark forever. So, um, also sorry if I sound hoarse in this video. The, my, my voice is just kind of messed up at the moment. So yeah, let's just get into it. So the first question is from It's Cherry Pie, and she asked, What do you do to de-stress? When you're having a bad day or a day of being unwell. So for those of you who aren't aware, I do have a chronic illness called ME or CFS uh, or chronic fatigue syndrome, um, which is why I'm actually hoarse at the moment and haven't been uploading much um, in the last, haven't been uploading anything in the last uh, six months but yeah to de-stress when i'd be having a bad day with like weird symptoms and tiredness and confusion and disorientation and all that all that fun stuff um i just put music on that i like uh try and find new genres of music to get into and enjoy and it's been very helpful because obviously i can't make brick films when, you know, I'm, I'm in bed with chronic fatigue syndrome kicking my butt, but um, listening to music is definitely a, a big help. It's, it's a substitute for now for making brick films, I suppose. But I guess going forward, um, I'll be able to pick out like cool songs and stuff to use in brick films so that's kind of exciting because before I, I never really knew you know I, I had a good grasp on what kind of songs I was into but it's only lately that I've actually really been able to tell like okay I don't like this I don't like that this is kind of too slow or this is too fast this one's kind of chill I'm gonna put it in a playlist but uh, getting off topic, so I will move on <laughs> to the next question. So the next question is from the Bricks official on Instagram. He said, "What are your inspirations?" Definitely Edbound. Um, I remember back in, not like that far back, but like 2018, 2019, probably 2018, like late 2018. I stumbled across his Batman's Building Brawl video and just 
watched all the videos that he had on his channel, which was like, I don't know, 12 or something at the time. And then I just really got a, back into brick filming because of that. So yeah, that, that's kind of my main inspiration. And then Forest Fire, I would have watched his videos, you know, when I was eight or nine. Also, sorry if there's background noise. My cat is just like jumping around the room. Um, and I'm also testing a new form of recording the podcast, which is uh, recording it on a voice memo on my phone. Because like I said before, I do have chronic fatigue syndrome and that means that I don't really have the energy right now to be setting up the microphone and everything. So hopefully this will do for now as like a, a bridge between the old content and what I'll be making in the future. And also to let you all know that I'm, I'm not dead or anything <laughs> yet. So yeah, back to the what are my inspirations? Definitely Forest Fire 101 and Edbound. Also Mountain Game Studios, I would say, because like he's a professional animator. His stuff looks amazing in any video. So I'd just watch his stuff and be like, okay, this is the level, the level of skill that I need to get to. Uh, how do I do that? And so that's how I've been able to teach myself all kinds of skills and tricks and uh, just tips and tricks and stuff like that based off what his animations looked like. Same thing with Forest Fire and Edbound. Like, um, Edbound made a good few tutorial videos on like different aspects of brick filming, which I highly recommend you check out because I found them to be very helpful. And On Beatman makes a show on his channel called Brick Film School, or I, th I think it's called, and it's uh, been very helpful in the past. So um, I recommend that you go check that out as well. So um, Forest Fire, Edbound, and Mind Game Studios are definitely the the top inspirations for me, especially since you know, like I mentioned, I've been watching Forest Fire's videos for years and years, and um, it's just that thing of like, oh, he's at this level, and he's getting paid for it, so I need to get to this level of animation before I can adventure into the professional world of animating. But it, it's a lot of fun to like watch his live streams and stuff as well because he always gives insight as to like if he's animating on a live stream he'd be like okay this is why I'm go gonna do this particular movement or xyz you know and it's very helpful for me in terms of learning animation principles and how to apply them all to Lego figures because it's very hard to find any tutorials out there that actually tell you, you know, how to apply all these principles. So it's really just a thing of like diving in the deep end of every video and trying to figure it out on your own. 
um, except those streams do help a lot and like I mentioned mind game and Edbound's videos help a lot as well in terms of like uh, this is what I want it to look like how do I get there so yeah I've been talking about this for quite a while so I will move on to the next question but thank you for that question thebricks.official on, on Instagram the next one is from Pat. He has quite a few, so I'll, I'll go through them one by one. So he says, I've got some questions for your next pod. Favorite current brick filmer? Ooh, that's a toughie. Um, I would have to say LOTW Studios at the moment, just because, like, his... If you haven't seen his Brawl 2021 video, I highly recommend checking it out. Um really good he actually won first place which is well deserved so kudos to to lotw studios for really making that a, a banger brick film um as well as his app man series his most recent app man uh video is also really really good and i think it comes down as well to applying laws of filmmaking to brick filming which i never really considered until recently which is frustrating because like i mentioned i can't make many brick films right now or if any so yeah it's it, yeah it, it's just kind of um cool to see like you can add all these different laws of filmmaking and apply it to brick filming the same way you'd apply the animation principles to brick filming so um yeah it's just really really cool to see how all the different elements come together and um yeah i'm really excited to get back to brick filming i have a lot of big lego sets to yet to build uh, such as the Death Star Lego set, which, um, if you don't already know, I did five streams, I think, so far of building it, and, uh, that's kind of where I left it for since February or March, just because of the chronic fatigue syndrome, which I will get into more in-depth in, in detail in another podcast episode or video dedicated specifically to chronic fatigue syndrome but yeah if you have any questions about it let me know in the comments i'll be happy to answer anything you have to ask and anything you're you're curious about but yeah moving on to the next question from jessac pat we have most recent Lego set you bought and what you think of it. Uh, a next set you plan to buy and why. So most recent set I've bought that's like a big set. I would say is the Guardians of the Galaxy ship from the Infinity Saga. I'll put it on screen if I can. Uh, so that's the most recent set that I've bought and I think it looks amazing but I again haven't been able to build it yet 
Um, but I'm really looking forward to building it because it'll be a great display piece. It'll be great for brick films. I'm just really excited with all the, the new sets and pieces that I have to work with and minifigures because you know, it, it, I'll have like more space to do brick filming, which, uh, well, I think, I mean, I haven't been able to map out the room and set it all up yet, but uh, when I do, I, I will let you guys know, you know, what the situation is in terms of, is it better than the last house in terms of space or is it worse? And how will that affect my brick films? going forward. Moving on to the next question, what set do I plan to buy next and why? Definitely the Daily Bugle set because I really like it as not only a modular building that I could use for videos, but I just really like the exclusive minifigures and the little easter eggs and everything and um, to be honest there's a lot of hype that was behind it. Um, and I think it, it definitely, from what I've seen, lives up to that hype. So I'm very excited to get my hands on it at some point in the future. Uh, but if I don't, that's fine. Uh, I suppose modular buildings are what I'm looking for. Because uh, I'm going to try and build like some kind of city background or town background or something for um, an upcoming brick film, which I'm have had in the works since this time last year and by that I mean I wrote the script and then got sick with chronic fatigue syndrome and then couldn't make it uh, so yeah let's move on to the next question from Joe Sackpat though favorite podcast from nothing but bricks so far I don't know they've all been pretty fun and different I think it's because of the people involved you know, like, um, every person that comes on always has a different viewpoint of what brick filming means to them and what Lego means to them and, like, the connection, like, how strong the connection they have to brick filming really is. And, uh, I think that's something that I'm gonna try and showcase more in the future is, like, how much of an impact it really has on people. And I think it does show in a lot of the videos, you know, like, um, just like it gives it a very communal feel. Moving on though to the next question, favorite podcast on YouTube, just kind of in general. I've been listening to, uh, just the last few days, I've been listening to the Offline TV podcast, but Apart from that, I've been listening to a podcast that is solely about chronic fatigue syndrome. And um, I was actually on it a year ago or so, which, uh, yeah, I think I was on it like a year and a half ago, maybe. Um, but basically what happened was, for those who are confused, because I said I got it last year. What I mean is I, I got it three years ago, got better, and then got it again a, lo a lot worse than it was before. 
which is why my my voice is hoarse. So, as I've said many times, uh, but yeah, I, once again, if you have any questions whatsoever regarding the illness or anything, feel free to shoot me a DM or comment down below because I'm happy to to help educate people on the illness. Um, I think it will be very therapeutic for myself and also informative for other people uh, not to like toot my own horn as they say. But moving on to the next question from Josac Pat. When will your next brick film come out? I don't know <laughs> is the short answer because like I've mentioned several times now I do have the chronic fatigue syndrome kind of uh, stepping in the way of you know making things and uh, my situation currently is that I am quite bedbound 24-7. I don't really know, I, I wouldn't say it would be anytime soon, uh, which is kind of ironic because if you go to my best of 2020 video I say at the end like I can't wait to make more brick films in 2021 and then it's just like dead silence for the whole year except for I suppose the Thack video uh, which I kind of made when, when I was still very, really sick as well as the Santa video um, which actually won a Godi award for those of you who don't know, Club Brick, the YouTube channel, have been, have started a new brick filming festival called the Godi Awards. And I entered my Santa versus Law and Order brick film into it as I was going for the best comedy category. And I won and I was really happy because something that I made while I was really sick with the chronic fatigue syndrome actually like i actually got something from it you know like not only like i mean i got other things from it as well like productivity and just being satisfied with it i suppose overall and just happy that i was able to make it which is crazy to think about like i, I did it all in two days or something uh planned out for two weeks while i was stuck in bed and then the first chance I got when I was out of bed I just went straight to brick filming and then I was back in bed again. Moving on to the next question from Jusak Pat we have what's the most challenging part of brick filming for you? Uh, for me it's definitely mixing together the filmmaking side of it and the brick filming side of it like I mentioned before where it's like you have to try and balance the two and try and find a way to incorporate both elements of animation and filmmaking to give it a very cinematic kind of feel well depending for what for what kind of vibe you're going on I guess you don't really have to but for me it's like I want to make like basically short films out of Lego so I do want them to feel kind of cinematic and uh you know more than just one camera angle at all times like i used to do so um i'll definitely try and up my game i bought a webcam 
around Christmas time, and I haven't been able to test it out yet, but I used it for the Death Star building streams, so that's the only thing I've been able to use it for so far, really. But I'm excited to see what it'll be like when I try and use it for brick films. So yeah, moving on to the next question from Just Like Pat again. Next guest you want to get on podcast? Definitely Keshin. I also do have a few requests from people who watched the show. They said, hey, can I come on the podcast? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't at the moment. I didn't tell them about the chronic fatigue syndrome at the, at the time, but I, I guess I'm telling them now if they're listening. But don't worry, you will get your time to shine on the show soon enough. But yeah, definitely, like, if I could pick any brick filmer uh, that I haven't had on already, I'd definitely go for Keshin. His stuff is just really hilarious, and also his animation is just so on point. You'll, you'll see what I mean if you check out his videos, which I highly recommend you do. But uh, moving on to the next question. The next question is, how do you cope with the tiredness problem mentally? Uh, by tiredness problem, just like Pat is referring to the chronic fatigue syndrome. And he said, and does much help with coping with it. Definitely, like I said before, the, the music has been very therapeutic to listen to. Just to like, kind of, you know, switch my brain off for a few minutes for a few hours even if I'm listening to a full playlist but like if there's a song that I really like I just put it on and forget about life for a little while and uh, that seems to help and just kind of I, I don't know like going on my phone when I can watching some shows on Disney plus but it, it isn't easy, that's for sure. It, it is a tough thing to try and deal with, not gonna lie. But moving on to the next question. Thank you for all those questions, just like Pat. That was very kind of you. But um, from It's Cherry Pie once again. Uh, what's your favorite style of video to make? I don't know, just like the more serious kind of actions ones that would have kind of filmmaking and like mixed into them which I didn't really do yet like the Batman video is my favorite video out of all my brick films because I just feel like I, I I did a good job with the skills that I had at the time you know I definitely think I'm really proud of that video and that's all I can say about it really <laughs> it's just like a feeling it's hard to describe, but like I really want to make something that feels like a movie, and I hope to make that in the next brick film, uh, but maybe not. Anyway, it might not be perfect right away because it's like a new side of brick filming I didn't even I hadn't even discovered when I was consistently making them. I suppose you could say consistently. I mean, I was making them every few months, but like I was still making them regularly. But moving on to the next question from It's Cherry Pie. 
Would you ever want to make a video in a more serious tone or cover more serious topics in your videos? Or do you prefer to keep them lighthearted? Um, I guess it's just whatever I feel while I'm writing the script. Like the Santa video, the Santa versus Law and Order. I, I was in a very dark place mentally when I wrote that. And uh, I think you can see it in the video. It's a lot darker compared to like the humor and everything about it is just a lot darker. It was definitely a reflection of what I was going through at the time. Like when I do have those dark days um, and if I do write a script during those dark days, you're going to see in the video, oh, this is kind of weird or dark or messed up, like what's going on? <laughs> But surprisingly, everyone liked that video a lot, so uh, I was surprised. I thought everyone was going to be like, this is a bit dark. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> but, you know, it was nice to get a positive, I don't know, just positive feedback, really. Um, a, positive, a good payoff for um, something that I was working on during a very dark time in my life. But yeah, moving on to the... I think the last question, what's your writing slash editing process like? This is from Barack Mobaba on Twitter, uh, at bmobaba. It's kind of random, like, like I was saying, the writing process is just whatever I'm thinking or whatever mood I'm in, it will show in the videos that I'm making. The editing process, hmm, I can't really remember because it's been so long since I've actually like edited a, a brick film, but I'm sure it'll all come back to me once I start making them again. So apologies for not being able to answer that question at this time. But uh, I know for the podcast anyway, the only real editing that I do is cutting out the, the delay that's on the call the software that I use to record the podcast has a delay on both ends so I have to cut out all the pauses and you can see in the Mind Game Studios episode I think that's episode four or no episode three yeah episode three um you can tell that I was just so fed up with trying to edit it because you can hear all the pauses Almost all of them I did. I, I edited out a few of them, but like there's a lot of long pauses and that's just because of a delay on the call. Like it wasn't awkward or anything. It was just the call was delayed. So when I say something, he's hearing, the guest is going to hear it three seconds later or something. So that's a pain to edit, but it's worth it. And it takes about four or five hours per episode, but then that's all I have to do. And then, you know, just make like a, a cool image to put on the screen. In some of the episodes, you'd know, you might notice in the video versions, uh, I've had like the pictures of like each person's profile picture kind of interchanging between, depending on who's talking, it would have their picture on screen. Uh, that didn't take as much time as the 
editing the actual audio did. I just kind of cut it to match the audio, if that makes sense. Because, like, the audio's sliced up with each reply or question. So I just slice it up and match it up to each reply or question. It's pretty straightforward. But there actually is one more question, and I didn't realize, but uh, this one's from a TikTok user called Peanut Productions YT. He asks, how long have you been doing stop motion? I've been doing stop motion since I was 11. Well, uh, like uh, 11 going on 12. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was 11, and I've only really learned the principles and or started learning the principles in the videos that are available on my channel now. There used to be, I used to go by another name online, which was Lego Weekly 414. And I used to make videos on my iPod Touch and uh, yeah, the good old days. They, they weren't good because I didn't know. I mean, I was 11, first of all, but I didn't know like what, I was doing in terms of animation principles and I just was focusing more on wanting to get views than the quality of the videos. So I think that's where where it kind of stopped me from building up my skill level. But uh, at least I can brag and say I started in 2016, five years now I've been doing it. So um, yeah, and I still really enjoy it. I think 2020 like mid 2020 was probably the peak of en enjoying it for me and then November 2020 I got chronic fatigue syndrome again and that just kind of made the enjoyment that you get out of it I don't know the motivation to make things and stuff like that all kind of went away and yeah I, I don't know it just it will come back when I start making stuff. It's just, to be honest, not there at the moment. Uh, which isn't why I'm not uploading. It's just I'm too sick with the chronic fatigue syndrome. Which, by the way, if you're going to look it up, it's not psychological. Just want to put that out there. It does say on the Wikipedia page that it is. But that is misinformation. So just keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the questions for today. Uh, for this episode, I, I honestly don't know when the next episode will be. Probably a few months from now because, like I mentioned many times, I do have the illness kind of stopping me from making things. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how things go. Because in May of this year, 2021, I uh, finally started getting medicine the right medicine. I was on the wrong medicine for a while, but uh, the right medicine. I, th I finally started getting the right medicine to treat the illness, which um, I'll talk about in a different video unrelated to this podcast, unless you guys want to hear more about the illness exclusively on this podcast. But I am thinking of maybe making a documentary about the illness when I'm when I'm a bit better. Winky wink, keep an eye out for that. Might be coming 2022 to your screens. But yeah, once again, check out minifigs.me and use code ME10. That's all caps, no spaces, 
MEH10 to get 10% off your first order on their website. Uh, and they make amazing minifigures. And um, I mean, you heard it at the start of the podcast. You saw their stuff. It's amazing. It's really amazing. I'm going to use them in up- upcoming Rick films because I think they're amazing. I, I love, I really love the brand. Special thanks to minifigs.me for sending out those free minifigures. And uh, yeah, once again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again, but I feel like I'm repeating myself. But uh, use code meh ten. That's M E H one zero, all caps, no spaces, to get ten percent off your first order on minifigs. Dot me, and uh, thanks to everyone who listened this far, and thanks to everyone who sent in questions. I know they were sent in a good while ago. So you probably could have forgotten that you asked the questions that you asked or something. I don't know. But uh, like, subscribe, share, follow me on all the social medias. Link in the description. Yeah, check out minifigs.me and I'll see you in the next episode.